right, so this is Sarah and Tina trying a second time to do the three stages of Leo. <laughs> and if you're just joining us, third stage astrology is based on the understanding that every sign has three distinct different stages, which represent at least three different personalities. And each stage of the sign is a quality that we express for several lifetimes. So we spend many lifetimes working on a particular sign and every sign has a particular purpose that it perfects and expresses when it gets towards the third stage. And all the different stages are about developing the strengths and the qualities and unraveling certain riddles in order to get to that point where you really fulfill the full, the full purpose of the sign. So Leo's purpose, Leo, Leo's purpose is to be the joyful leader, a, um, kind of a divine spark that brings things forward. In the first stage, Leo, we're obviously going to be developing leadership qualities. Now, not, not all stages are about leadership, and even third stage, Leo, is about a form of leadership that is not what most of us think of as being a leader. So we'll get to that. It, because it's important for Leos to not put so much pressure on themselves. That's something that develops as they move through the stages and they have to let it go eventually. But in first stage Leo, we're, they're really developing what it truly means to be a leader. So people who are in first stage Leo are born into an environment where they're given a lot that strengthens them. They have a lot of tremendous advantages. They are very, very grateful to their family, to their society, to their culture. They usually have a strong father who helps to teach them how society functions and operates, but who does not put pressure on them. And in later stages, that's different. But in first stage, they just show them the ropes. And so because Leo grows up very, very strong, and sometimes literally, if not metaphorically, taller than everybody else, it's like they have a higher vantage point. So one of the qualities that the sign Leo has is a very practical kind of foresight. It, it, it borders on a certain type of intuition, but it's a very practical intuition. And so because Leo is so grateful to their environment and to their society, they really want to give back because they've been given so many good things. And because they can see things that other people can't see, the first stage Leo is the first person to see any signs of trouble to see that, that cloud of dust on the far horizon that is the invading army that's going coming in to just destroy everybody. And so they will marshal the troops and say, okay, everybody, we've got to get out of here. We've got to get out of this bad situation. So what first stage Leo people do is they lead the people out of negative situations and into positive situations, which is wonderful. In order to be able to have the capability to maintain that objective vision, they have to be able to think differently than other people. They have to be able to be a little bit detached from the masses. And as much as they love the people, and that is a deep characteristic of Leo. I mean, even my, my old best friend who passed away in 2005, who had Moon in Leo, she was born saying, she remembers the people, the people, the people. That was her, what drove her. So there's a love of the people, but there's also a need to stay separate from the people because they have to be able to think outside the box, that they have to stay inside the box while they're doing it. <laughs> so there's a balance between conformity and nonconformity because they can't be too different from everybody else either. 
because if they're too different, then nobody's going to understand them, nobody's going to respect them, and nobody's going to follow them. So that's a quality that First Stage Leo has. They keep that balance between conformity and nonconformity. Another thing that happens is that while they're developing their perspective and their abilities and their knowledge, they are not, they are alone in that. And so once they finally save the day, then everybody loves them. Now, again, a first stage Leo person is, feels good about themselves no matter what. They're happy to be on their own, developing their knowledge, developing their strength, looking through their, 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 their binoculars. <laughs> but, and then they love getting all the acclaim. It feels great for, for people to, to thank them for what they're doing, although they didn't do it for the thanks. Not a first stage Leo certainly doesn't do that. The thing about the hu human nature and the Leo nature in particular is that it's, we're always looking ahead to something greater. So since the person spends three or four lifetimes in first stage, they, the soul, without consciously realizing it, chooses greater and greater challenges. So at first they're just saving a little group and then they're saving a little bit bigger group and then there's a bigger challenge until by the end of first stage Leo, the person tries to accomplish a heroic undertaking that is humanly impossible. And yet they're in a situation where they care about people, where this, this is a do or die situation, they can't fail. Unfortunately, they can't succeed either. So by the end of first stage Leo, there is a collapse. There's a collapse in every sign at the end of first stage because a trauma occurs and, and there's, you know, these, these two opposing qualities have come together of this need to keep doing bigger and bigger and bigger and the need to make sure you save everyone. Well, eventually it's too big and you can't save everyone and everything crashes. There's this tremendous failure. Yeah. So Leo goes into second stage and again, it's a, they, they start in, they may go into second stage in a lifetime and then the lifetime ends and when they're born again into second stage, they don't consciously remember this great big giant failure when they tried to do the impossible <laughs> because they were an incredible, amazing hero, but they don't remember their successes. They just remember that one final failure. Hmm. And it's subconscious memory in second stage of I blew it. Hmm. So a second stage Leo, I, I say it Leo fractures in second stage. And by that, I mean that there's one specific personality type during first stage Leo. And when we get into second stage Leo, there's many, a multiple of different personality types. And it, those different personality types are developed on the basis of different decisions that a person makes. So for first stage Leo, they're walking a very fine line between conformity and nonconformity. In second stage Leo, that perfect balance collapses. So a second stage Leo either becomes much more of an extreme nonconformist or they become much more of an extreme conformist a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So there's a certain type of second stage Leo that is really an outsider in society. They're often, they, they can be very intellectual, they can be very knowledgeable, but they're kind of grumbling on, on, the, on the fringes of society and just being very expressive about who they are and about what they know and about what they stand for, but they don't fit in. Hmm. There's another type of second stage Leo that feels like I have to conform or I won't survive. And they're very, very conservative and they're very, very traditional. They're hanging on to this, this, this other side of the coin where they, the balance went too far in the other direction. Mm -hmm. There for all Leos in second stage, there is 
this belief at a subconscious level that they are not worthy of love unless they accomplish something really, really, really important. Because during second stage, they slowly learned that people don't really completely listen to them while they're developing their understanding and studying things and getting ready to save everybody. But then they love them once they finally save the day. So this teaches them that for themselves anyway, love is very, very conditional. Mm-hmm. You're only loved if you can jump through giant hoops. And unfortunately, it's not possible to jump through a giant enough hoop to be worthy of love. So there's a real deep subconscious self-esteem issue that second stage Leo people are struggling with. Mm-hmm. And so for some, they try to get that acclaim without doing something that's, that's really super meaningful. So for some, there's a type of second stage Leo that, 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 that seeks glory and fame and accomplishment that, that gives them value from outside perspectives, but that doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily really big and heroic. It's just, I'm doing something important and this is, this is all that matters. And it, it, they're driven by it. And it's, it's a no-win situation in a way because if they don't feel like what they're doing has great, great value on a, really on a humanitarian plane or in terms of accomplishing things that save a lot of people, which is the same thing, then they're never going to really completely feel like they're worthy. Mm. So the other thing, the opposite can happen and the person gives up trying. They give up trying to accomplish anything. So there's a type of second stage Leo that I call the lazy lion and they just kind of want to kind of lay around and have other people look after them and they don't like it. They don't like that part of themselves, but whenever they go and try to do anything, there's this hopelessness that comes up. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible to kind of get moving. So they'll try all day to get certain things done and they've ended up lying around all day (laughs) and the people around them are are upset with them and they feel like you feel like they're sponging off of them and poor Leo feels like, yeah, I guess I am and I'll I'll just ignore it because I can't do anything else. It's it's impossible. So instead of having a, a realistic sense of what accomplishment represents, second stage Leo people have this unrealistic idea that it's gotta be so so big that it's really just not possible. Mm -hmm. Another type of second stage Leo, instead of trying to go do something really big that will save a whole bunch of people all at once, they decide that on a kind of day-to-day ongoing basis, they'll just help as many people as they possibly can. Mm -hmm. And so this, this I've called the kitchen soup sweetie which is the person who just does, you know, goes out and, and does everything for everybody and goes and helps and volunteers, but they wear themselves out mm-hmm. because they're giving and giving and giving. And they never feel like it's enough because any, if, you just, if you help just a few people, it's just a drop in the ocean and it doesn't change all the other things that are going on out there. So this is such a person with such a big giant heart, but mm-hmm. they're burning themselves out and they, they, it, it's not completely satisfying to do things that way either. And all Leos, except for the ones that are, you know, the the lazy lion or what I call the nihilistic Leo, which is it's like a lazy lion with an edge, a lazy lion that that wears black makeup, whatever gender they might be. <laughs> you know, they're very very cynical about society. They're they're, they're linked into the nonconformist type of second stage Leo, and everything is dark and black and 
they have the memory of all the destruction that happened when they couldn't save that group of people they tried to save at the end of first stage. And they remember the, they remember the hopelessness and the, and the horror of it all. And they try to, they try to gain, they try to gain um, comfort almost in the images of darkness yeah. and of hopelessness and, and, and resenting society. So that's another type of Leo that doesn't accomplish much. And people can be blends. So you can get a nihilistic Leo who wants to be famous for their darkness. Yeah. Is it possible for a Leo to be successful um, in the second stage or, um, well, externally, I guess? Like with yeah, they, 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 can be, they can be successful externally. They, uh, from, a, from an objective perspective, they often don't feel that way. They, they always feel like they have to do something more than what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And if they're a conformist who is trying to gain recognition, they, get, they can be very, very, very driven in their career. They can be very driven to, to, to try and accomplish things. They look to some, you know, to, they look to external values or external forms of um, evidence of success to try and prove that they're worthy of love, but they don't really ever feel worthy of love. And because Leo is actually the number one burnout sign of the Zodiac, they're most likely to burn themselves out and completely collapse because they're struggling and struggling and struggling to constantly do the impossible. <laughs> and they, they feel it's never gonna be possible, but they try anyway, unless they're gonna be the lazy lion or the nihilistic lion. <laughs> they try anyway, and then they're, there, there is this, you know, that they really will break down and, and burn out from time to time because they're just not, just not, uh, it's just, you can't keep trying to do the impossible without <laughs> wrecking yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> work. yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if there's any other types of second stage Leo. How come there's so many? Like, is that is that unique to Leo, or I mean, when we talked it's about actually, Leo and Pisces are the two signs that it's unique to. They're the two signs that, for whatever reason, they they have the most types. And see, with Leo, there's there's all these things in first stage that you have to keep perfectly balanced: the balance between conformity and nonconformity, that mm -hmm. balance of self love, mm -hmm. and it, it's the balance gets shattered. That's why. That's why why Leo is, is uh, so fractured or fragmented in second stage. So it's taking all of these components that are perfectly balanced in a first stage Leo and picking one side of the equation and go taking it to an extreme. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, there's also the studious Leo because in first stage Leo, the person does spend time studying in order to have the knowledge to save the world, basically, or save their own little world that gets bigger and bigger over time. And this, this type of Leo is a person who's very introverted. A lot of Leos are very introverted, actually. Not all of them, but I mean, in, in coffee table astrology, Leo is considered to be so extroverted, but all Leos have an introverted component to them, even if they are, act in an extroverted manner, because they've had to separate themselves out from their society. And they've had to follow their own, their own understanding of things in order to fulfill their first stage purpose. But there is definitely a type of second stage Leo that really is the, the almost the really classic nerd <laughs> that's yeah. really gets involved in that studying element that was developed in first stage. Is it characteristic of Leo to have a little bit more of um, 
just be kind of more stuck in their head and yes do you find that maybe they kind of turn to like a victim mentality have you ever found that or is oh, that yeah. my past, yes. yes my past interactions there seems to be those two things seem to be like when people are in that second stage that seems to be a, a big yeah characteristic that i've seen yeah yeah oh yeah well people in second stage you feel like you're a victim <laughs> you are kind of a victim of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. a certain type of second stage leo definitely feels like a victim and you know in a weird sort of way they were i mean they they tried something that didn't work and there was an external force or involved in the whole equation that conquered them they'd feel sorry for themselves i mean that some second stage leos are refused to ever allow themselves that luxury of feeling sorry for themselves and of course some leos will swing <laughs> there's days when they won't feel sorry for themselves at all they won't give themselves a break and then there's times when they really feel like a victim and they really feel sorry for yeah. themselves i mean you would feel that way if you don't know what's driving you if you don't know what that you're you don't second stage leos don't really know that they've got these unrealistic expectations of themselves they feel these things are very realistic yeah no that's fair. and then it feels painful and they're struggling all the time so yeah i'm gonna feel like a victim and if they're really indulging the victim that's going into the a little bit of the lazy lion or the nihilistic lion mm -hmm. quality yeah okay and you know they as i said they can be blends and these types a person can be at several types and a person can go through especially as they're if they're heading into second third stage or even in early second third stage they can express different facets of these types at different times in a lifetime mm -hmm. quite interesting yeah so then what does second third look like well second third stage happens for everybody when the person is has had so much pain <laughs> and for a lot of leos it's when they've had a massive collapse or a health breakdown for many people a health breakdown is part of second third stage anyway in any sign mm -hmm. and they're looking for the answers they're looking for some way to get out of this pain and some way to make sense of their lives and make sense of everything that's going on for themselves mm -hmm. so what is important for every sign is to un unravel the riddles of the sign so the riddle of second third stage leo really has to do with self-love it has and it has to do with um understanding that that they have such a concept that love for them is conditional and it's interesting because leos can be very unconditionally loving of other people or not but they definitely are do not ever expect that they will be loved unconditionally yeah. they, they believe that in order to be worthy of love they must earn love and what's also interesting for leo is the parental archetypes need to be corrected and sometimes these parental archetypes that are unbalanced actually show up in the person's childhood in this exactly imbalanced framework but at a subconscious level, second stage Leos have a particular parental image in their minds, whether or not it shows up in their external family. Mm -hmm. So if we think about what the purpose is of our parents, and the mother and the father each have a different archetypal function as a child is developing. And the mother's purpose is to hold the child in her arms and say, you're perfect just the way that you are. The mother's purpose is to give the child that unconditional acceptance that unconditional safety that that pure unconditional home to always return to and just to branch out from that perfect support 
the father's archetypal purpose is to is to draw lovingly draw the child away from the mother and towards the outside world so father's purpose is to stand on the other side of the room while the baby's taking its first steps and say you're doing a wonderful job encouraging the child in self-expression self-actualization now for leo self-actualization is the only thing that matters whether they've given up on it or they've overemphasized it in some unhealthy way in second stage that killing themselves for it <laughs> and that unconditional safety and that beingness that the mother principle offers have disappeared so mother disappears and now, now madonna is a good example of of that archetype for leo because her mother did die she had no mother she only had the father and that's a very classical leo experience so but even if leo's mother is there the second, third stage Leo might be given a mother who is very loving and very unconditionally accepting if you're born into second, third stage. And that's a gift to try and rebalance that maternal principle. Mm -hmm. Or the mother may take on the role of, of, the, of the tyrannical father that says, you better not fall. Both parents are saying, you better not fall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if the mother's positive and the person's not far enough along in second, third stage, they may not have been able to receive what she had to give until they really get, get into, um, until they get further along in second, third stage and really recognize the gift that they've been given in having that kind of mother. And even if they do not have a positive mother figure, they can create one in their, within their own psyche. It's really important for second, third stage Leo to have a positive relationship with the divine feminine principle because the divine feminine principle is about the principle of being, whereas the divine masculine principle is about the principle of doing. So Leo needs to just give doing a bit of a break. So the lazy lion and even to a degree the nihilistic lion sort of had the right idea, but they're not doing it in the right way because it's about being in a, in, in a, in a, in an ex, in a state of unconditional self-acceptance. So it's often valuable for second, third stage Leos to actually create some kind of relationship with a, with some form of feminine spiritual master or some goddess principle. That's not essential for some people. They don't relate to it. But if somebody does relate to a, a female saint or to a particular goddess from some particular culture, it, it can be super valuable to form some kind of relationship with that. It's very, sometimes to have a, a positive female mentor is another thing that's very valuable for second, third stage Leo people. And even if they don't have that, just to be able to reach into that divine principle that accepts you just the way that you are. Because Leos also need to overcome what I call the tyranny of the should. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody can get tyrannized by should. You should do this, you should do that. However, Leo is more tyrannized by that than anybody else. <laughs> so I need to let go of shoulds because it's never, ever, ever about what you do. It's always about being. Yeah. So second, third stage Leo need to fall in love with themselves and to fall in love with themselves by falling more deeply into their own psyche and the exploration of the, of the inner being. I mean, Carl Jung went through second, third stage and into third stage Leo in his lifetime. And he's a perfect example of a person who fell deeply into his own psyche and discovered the whole collective unconscious in the process, which is a classical experience for third stage Leo. Now, every third stage Leo, as they're falling inside of themselves and falling in love with themselves, they, they, they go in a different direction and they discover 
some other kind of unique beauty and joy in, in life itself that is accessed through that inner self and through that inner being. So what happens with Leo is they learn to be in the moment, to be a joyful and loving and loving of themselves in the moment, to be exploring and delighting in life and in the world and in themselves. And uh, my, my, my sort of senior astrology student is third stage Leo and she talks about I have 10 toes. Oh, the, you know, the wonder of it all. <laughs> and that's, and, and the other thing that's interesting is third stage Leo people, they've fallen in love with themselves, but they've done it in such a delightful way that everybody else falls in love with them too. Oh, that's nice. It is. It's wonderful. <laughs> and the, um, you're kind of quiet. Am I? Oh yeah, now you're now you're a little bit louder. <laughs> so, third stage Leo is is very much they're lost in the moment and they don't concern themselves with outcomes. They just become involved in the experience of the moment. But because they're so delighted in everything they're experiencing and everything they're doing and discovering, because they can still do as long as they're in the joy of being while they're doing. So they end up discovering or doing things that actually are lead people again. They're tremendous leaders once again in third stage, but they don't care. They don't care if they're wandering through the woods and delighting in what they see and no one's following them. And they don't care if they're involved in this beautiful creative expression with, 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 with millions of people following along and observing them because they're so lost in the experience that it doesn't matter anymore. Now, creativity, the arts, is an interesting concept for Leo because the arts are very much a double-edged sword for Leo people. And not all Leo people need to be involved in the arts by any means, but some are. And if they're involved in the arts in terms of, I'm going to become famous or people will love me, I'll be special because of what I've created, then they're going down the wrong path because they're going back to that second stage I'm going to get the attention and I'm going to be worthy because I don't already feel worthy right now. That's, that's the negative side of the sword. But the positive side of the arts for Leo is that it's a way to lose yourself in the moment and to lose yourself in the discovery and, and the experience and the joy of expression. Mm -hmm. What I say about Leo is a third stage Leo plays to an audience of one. Now, even if millions of people are watching, the only audience member they care about is themselves. <laughs> but it's in a very innocent, pure, joyful way. And what's interesting is because everyone in third stage of every sign is in alignment with, with, with their spiritual self and with that, you know, that divine, infinite being, third stage Leo people often end up doing something much greater than they ever did in first stage. But the difference is that they're not trying anymore. Because trying is actually how that how it all really fell apart. Yeah. What about first to third? Yeah. So people, everybody in every sign has an opportunity to go from first stage to third stage. And when that opportunity shows up, I call it the crossroads. Because when we get to the end of first stage, we always have the opportunity to go from first stage directly to third stage. And we, we, we can go straight to go. We don't have to go into jail. And, <laughs> and so it, it's the older souls that will generally do the first third stage transition. And 
it's not a mistake if a person still goes down into the second stage. Second stage is the path of least resistance. It's where most people are going to go. It will deepen somebody to go into second stage, but it certainly saves an enormous amount of pain and suffering if you can go straight from first stage to third stage. So what happens at the end of first stage, Leo, is that the world is falling apart and it's and you're the one who's responsible for trying to stop it from falling apart as it's falling apart in front of your eyes. And it's very challenging, I think, to make the first third stage transition in Leo because there's such a sense of responsibility. And to, and to forget about your responsibilities and to go off on your own and fall in love with yourself <laughs> while well, the world's falling apart. <laughs> yeah. it, it seems like at, at, you know, the, the, most, the most contradictory um, there's a word for it. I can't find the word. Yeah, there's a specific, <laughs> can't seem to think of it. But it's this, the last thing that somebody would ever consider would be the smart thing to do at the time. Mm -hmm. However, it, it, would, it is the only real way to save the world. And it actually reminds me of a story, a story from Taoism. Mm -hmm. And it is apparently a true story about a Taoist master. He was probably I would guess he was, must have been a first third stage Leo if I'm gonna guess about this. And he was famed for bringing peace everywhere he went. Mm -hmm. So at that point in ancient China, there were all these different fiefdoms and there was lots of conflicts going on and wars going on in different parts of China. And whenever there was some big problem going on, he would be called in to bring peace to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And the way he did that was he would go, he would lock himself in a, in a shed, in a, in a dark shed, no windows, and he would go into a deep, deep state of meditation until he put himself into such a state of absolute peace and harmony that the entire universe and all of existence around him was in that same state of peace and harmony, and he would step out the door and everything was calm, and peace had occurred. So it's really about first, third stage Leo needing to step into that, that greater oneness and be like, the obvious, in, in one way, it seems most obvious that if all hell is breaking loose and it's your responsibility to fix it, you have to try harder. But it's also obvious that if this really is impossible, you have to face facts and realize this is impossible. And to realize my personality can't fix this situation. I can't do this from the vantage point of my personal self or by the strength of my ego or my, my, my one little being sitting here. So I do have to go in within. You know, and Leo's had practice of going within throughout first stage and developing the knowledge and the skills. So that it's about going and making that inner journey and having that spiritual experience of the greater oneness and that really life is really about joy and celebration. It's not about this crazy conflict and this great big massive insane collective drama we're caught in at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really the way to go from first stage into third stage is to is to make that inner journey in spite of this impossible scenario that is is about to fall on everybody's head <laughs> yeah. okay. be the miracle worker but let it but let it but but it's like giving up almost it's giving up but giving in and allowing that divine force to come in and take over through you isn't that happening with most signs though is kind of giving in to kind of that internal like yeah. soul yeah kind of oh yeah in a different way every yeah, third stage person does sign. that yeah. yeah 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 because each of the stages has um 
has a different part of the personality dominating. So in first stage, it's our conscious mind. And in second stage, it's the subconscious that is compensating for the past trauma that the subconscious remembers because the subconscious never forgets anything. The subconscious does not forget anything that's happened to us in this lifetime. It does not forget anything that's happened to us in previous lifetimes. So it is still informing what we're thinking and doing and experiencing now. And in second stage, it's taking over because it's in pain. Yeah. In third stage, the higher self is the dominant part of the personality. So if a person's at first third stage, they're needing to give up the dominance from the conscious mind to the higher self. And when a person is in second third stage, they're learning to unravel subconscious patterns with the assistance of the higher self. Mm -hmm. Wow. So those are the three stages of Leo. And do you have any final questions or comments, Sarah? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no? Okay. <laughs>